This is Dana Garrison helping you achieve your dreams, and you're listening to Chasing Dreams with Amy J. Welcome to Chasing Dreams Podcast with Amy J. Amy believes that realizing a life without regrets is achieved by taking chances, chasing your dreams, making moves, and overcoming your doubts. The Chasing Dreams Podcast will help you overcome life's obstacles, believe in your potential, and inspire you to face your fears. And now here's the woman who is passionately pursuing her dreams, Amy J. Chasers, this is Amy J, and thank you so much for tuning in to episode 79 of Chasing Dreams. I can't believe how far we've come. It's crazy. And you know, the guests that are coming on here, the friends we're making and, and having on the show, just continue to amaze me. And today is no different. We have Dana Garrison. She is a global business consultant with a background in sociology and great psychology, or psychology. It's probably great as well. She's the creator of family entanglement work and childhood re-imprinting work, methods for personal development and reaching your goals faster. She's the president of the Entrepreneur and Small Business Institute. She has digital marketing agency, and she provides consulting to individuals and brands on live video and social video strategy. She's been featured on Huffington Post and Huffington Post Live at Adweek, as a live video influencer and in Inc. Magazine as one of the top 25 Snapchatters doing it right. And she has been kind enough to take some time to join us here today. And I'm so excited because, Dana, I'm trying to do something and step out of my comfort zone. And you're in that area of video, which is not necessarily my comfort zone. So trying to look into that. And, you know, a number of people at Podcast Movement said, hey, you have to have Dana on your show. I'm like, okay, what does she do? Oh, she's like the queen of Periscope and Snapchat. I'm like, oh, okay. So one, congratulations on your reign. Thank you. That's awesome. And welcome to the show. (laughs) Thank you for coming on. Oh my gosh. Thank you so much. It is such a pleasure. So happy to be here to share and just, man, connect. It's It's been a while. It's good to connect with you again. You know, you have been doing some amazing things, keeping very busy. I mean, the number of things I read off on the in your introduction alone, I don't even know how you have the time to do all that. But you're also <laughs> on Periscope, Snapchat. Where? How do you do all this? How did you even get into that? Oh my goodness! Um, actually, it started in a really strange way. It started out by contracting a mystery illness that doctors couldn't diagnose. And it gave me chronic fatigue and insomnia and trouble thinking and reading and writing. And I thought I was going to have to live with my parents for the rest of my life and never be able to do anything that I wanted. I thought this was the end of my dreams, period. And I went to doctor after doctor. Nobody could find an answer. And I got to a point where I realized, okay, this is what's happening now. I'm just going to have to get on with life. And I went out there. I became, I knew I wanted to help people. And so I became a therapist that was extremely challenging while I had a lot of the illness. And it was during my time as a therapist that I learned that about 90% of what causes our problems in life comes from our unconscious habits and patterns. 
And only 10% of what causes problems in our life comes from our conscious thoughts. And I knew that I really wanted to help people. I knew that I really wanted to, shoot, help myself. And the whole time that I've been looking for answers for helping people grow faster and helping me be able to have breakthroughs around health issues initially, I thought it was all, you know, being able to use our conscious mind. I didn't realize how important addressing our unconscious habits and patterns were. So I went out. I started studying how do you change deeply ingrained habits and patterns that are unconscious. And I took the best of the best of the best. And I developed family entanglement work, which deals with the generational patterns that we inherit from previous generations around money, around career or business, around relationships, around health and happiness. And then I developed something that I call childhood re-imprinting work, which deals with the patterns that we pick up during our childhood that block us from being able to reach our goals and reach our dreams. And when I started using that work with my clients, they started having breakthroughs that sometimes they weren't able to achieve for 10, 20, 30 years of being in therapy, of reading books, of going to workshops. And they just started having these breakthroughs. And I used the work on myself And I started being able to get rid of symptom after symptom of the mystery illness. And I thought, whoa, this is amazing. And in 10 years of having this mystery illness, nothing and nobody, no doctor, no Eastern medicine, no Western medicine, no alternative medicine has been able to help me get unstuck from this horrible, weird place. And this just started working. And then at the time, I was working at a toxic work environment, and I knew I needed to get out of there. And so I thought, what am I going to do? I I can't stay working here. I know I want to continue to help people. I know I love doing the work that I have discovered, but I can't do it within this environment. It was making me sicker. Now, you don't mean literally, do you? Oh, yeah. Do you mean literally sicker? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, wow. Anyone who's listening has ever lived in a toxic environment or worked in a toxic environment, it brings you down. And if you have an illness, it exacerbates it big time. It was horrible. And so I knew I needed to get out. And I thought, can I use this work to work on any money blocks and any business blocks so that I can start my own business? And sure enough, I used the the work to start work through my own uh, sort of blocks around more income coming in and my own blocks around stepping out there and being able to start my own business. And sure enough, within, I think, a, within 45 days, about a month and a half, I was able to grow a sold out consulting practice, leave my toxic day job, and then I broke through six figures in nine months, which totally blew me away because I wasn't even shooting for that. I didn't think that was possible. And it was, it did, it happened. So were you just aiming low or, I mean, cause you you were surprised by it. I mean, it sounds like. I wasn't even trying to go for that. I was just so excited to have my own business and, and to have that part of what I was working towards actually happen and come to fruition. And then when I looked back on the year and I tallied up what I had made, I had, I had broken through six figures or a hundred thousand dollars within nine months. So that was mind blowing. Cause I remember I still had the illness at the time. I got rid of a lot of symptoms, but technically the, the underlying parts of it were still there. You know, I had a family member who had something like that. And you're right. It's a very stressful time when you don't know what's wrong with you, but yes. you're, you're suffering from it. And it's just, and everyone tells you, 
it's either in your head or there's nothing wrong and you just kind of yeah. go through it over and they over. They downplay it. Mm -hmm. they, yep. Or they don't believe you or whatever it is. Absolutely. And this can be more than just a, a health issue. It, it could be that you're struggling with anxiety or depression or just some other random thing that's pulling you down and slowing you down from your dreams. Yeah. And it's interesting you, you say that because in your work, you talk about um, childhood imprints and entanglements that one may have. And the last episode that we have, uh, Jenny Matthew was on the show and he's a teacher and now um, principal and now a owner of a tutoring company uh, franchise. And so he was talking about how, you know, students he's encountered in his tenure mm -hmm. often have self-fulfilling prophecies and yeah. they're surrounded by people who kind of maybe don't necessarily support them the way they probably should be supported or expect to be supported or if they were supported differently, might be able to prosper larger. But it sounds like yeah. what you do may mean that it can be changed. Yes. Oh my gosh, yes. Um, I Working with family entanglements, working with childhood imprints can actually change the stuff that we think is permanent. So a lot of times I've met people who think, well, this just must be who I am, I guess, or how I am. Well, yeah. Other times it's just that it's been with you since childhood, whatever it is, right? Whether it's struggle around income or struggle with relationships or anxiety or depression or self-doubt or not enough confidence or whatever it is, it can be with you for so long that you begin to believe it's a part of you when it's not. It, the actual root cause is a pattern you picked up during childhood or a pattern that you inherited from a previous generation. And the great news is all of it is malleable. None of it is permanent. You can absolutely work on it and heal it and it goes away. And see, that's mind blowing because the, what's the old adage? Uh, you can't teach an old dog new old tricks. Old dog new tricks, right. I mean, but you're absolutely untrue. <laughs> Which is crazy. Guys, you hear that. If you have a dream and you've been holding back, you too can do this. Absolutely. Despite any obstacle. I mean, one of the things I specialize in is working with people who have a lot of obstacles in their way. People come to me for that because I had so many obstacles in my way and was able to break through them and overcome them and heal them or whatever it was I needed to do. And so I end up helping a lot of people who they've got blocks, they've got stuff that's in the way. And I'm able to help them basically make that stuff go away, disappear, heal, whatever it is, so that the path to their goal is easier and faster and more fun. So I'm living proof that it's totally doable. And when you say blocks, you don't mean like literal blocks. What, what do you mean by blocks? Yeah, these, um, these childhood imprints, these family entanglements, they act like inner blocks to our success. So what happens is if you, if you have one of these things, a childhood imprint, a family entanglement, they end up stopping you from being able to fully do what you need to do in a certain area of life. Uh, let's say that, let me describe, let me give you an example, sure, thanks. a family entanglement. So let's say that your great grandfather lived through the great depression and he lost a lot of money during that time period. That was a very common thing to happen during the great depression. So that has a lasting impact on grandpa or great grandpa. Mm -hmm. And it, goes into his unconscious and how he feels about money, how he deals with money and all of that. And the, the, the sort of money trauma itself stays in him. In fact, it goes into his epigenomes. If, if anyone studied epigenomes, epigenomes are part of our DNA and they're affected by what happens in your life. They're affected by environmental stressors. So grandpa, great grandpa goes through a money stressor and it leaves an imprint in him. 
And then he has dad as a son. And let's say dad gets entangled with this entanglement. And his variation of the money entanglement is that he goes bankrupt and he ends up, you know, either losing his job or, or maybe failing a business. That's his variation of the entanglement. So as the entanglements go down the generations, they can change how they get expressed, but the topic stays the same. So it's a money entanglement, but dad's expression of that entanglement is going bankrupt. And then let's say you come along and you're the child of your, of your dad and you get entangled with this money entanglement and you might find that it's hard to find a job or it's hard to get a good paying job or it's hard to start a business or maybe you have a business, but not enough income is coming in. So as the, genera- as the money entanglement goes down the generations, what's happening is you're picking up on this inner block around being able to have ease with money or being able to have more money coming in. And it's a pattern that gets inherited from previous generations, but you're living the experience. You are entangled with this patterning. And most of us, I mean, we nowhere in the Western world do we really talk about this. This is not a, a, a topic that you just hear on television or on the news. Um, but what I've discovered is that it tends to be one of the root causes of what slows us down or stops us from reaching our goals and reaching our dreams. This is mind-boggling. Like, I, <laughs> it, you talk about it not being on TV and stuff, and I think it's, I mean, I wasn't even aware of this concept. Neither was I before. It was, you know, it's funny. It's only because I got that mystery illness and ended up needing to keep searching for answers. Right. It was because I was in, you know, be, being a therapist and realizing why are people in therapy for this long or why are people having the same struggle for so long in their lives? Why is it so hard to break free of certain struggles? And because I kept searching and refused to stop searching until I found an answer, I discovered this just through experimentation, through trying out different modalities. And I found that pretty much most problems that people face can be boiled down to either the root cause of a childhood imprint or mm-hmm. the root cause of a family entanglement. And then once you address it, it goes away. That's amazing. Now, because <laughs> one, you, you've used it on yourself. You've helped mm-hmm. others in this similar fashion. And, mm-hmm. you know, it's not, it's not a fad or anything. This is actually science. This is amazing yeah. that, you know, I think oftentimes we tell ourselves, this is just how I am. I've never, and before you and before Janu talking about self-fulfilling prophecies, personally, I never knew that that could be changed. Yeah. And you'd be surprised. You know, sometimes people are like, uh, I, I just procrastinate all the time or I have a lot of self-doubt or, um, you know, this is just who I am. I'm yes. not a follow through or I that don't one's finish. Big. Yeah. I don't finish things or I don't want to start things because I'm scared of being seen or I'm scared of failure or I'm scared of success. Right. All these things that we think are part of our personalities often are not. They can, they're actually sourced from the root cause of entanglements and imprints. And when you address them, they go away. And what that tells you is those behavior patterns are not your true self. Those are behavior patterns that you picked up from childhood or from a previous generation. They're not actually the true you. And they're totally malleable. If you just because right now you happen to be a procrastinator or or you have trouble starting or you have trouble finishing, that doesn't mean that's who you are. So never buy into that some of these behaviors and patterns that you have in your life are actually who you are. They're totally malleable. They're totally changeable and transformable. 
Now, Dana, with someone listening to this episode, hears that and has that realization of, hey, I now too can change. What what could they do? What should they do with that sudden epiphany? (laughs) (laughs) Well, I find that, okay, there's two things that you can do to break free and, and to start to get movement and change on these topics. One is to be consciously aware of them. So I actually created two guides that help people be able to identify which entanglements they might have and which imprints they might have. And so I'm happy to give those out. It, the moment that you have conscious awareness of some of these patterns, that's the beginning of the end of these patterns being able to rule your life. Once you're consciously aware, it already gives you power to be like, oh, that's not actually me. That's just a behavioral pattern and I can make a new choice right now. So already you can start to, once you know what your patterns are, make new decisions, kind of stop the old pattern in its tracks and just try something different. Shift the script. You know what I mean? Yeah. And then the second piece of it is actually addressing it from the unconscious level, which is where the pattern is stored in your mind. And so I'm happy to also give away a course that will help you actually understand that piece of it. And we'll also do a success breakthrough session together and help you address one of the things that's getting in the way of your success. You know, I didn't see this interview going this way at all, by the way. (laughs) I was on this next topic. So see, this is what I say. We just kind of go organically and see what happens. And that's amazing. I love that, you know, I think you've, you've just with what you've said in the first part of this interview, probably affected a lot of people who never thought that was a possibility. I love it. I can't think of anything better to do with my life than to be able to help people realize that they can break free of stuff that's holding them back and holding them down and completely have a different life than the way they thought their life was going to go or the way that they felt stuck and the way that it was going to end up. And, you know, guys, that's an awesome thing. I personally was going to ask Dana about this other thing which she is doing because she, with her background, you know, is known for video, live videos, social video strategies and things like that. And how she got into that, which we'll learn about now, but I mean, clearly she's multifaceted. And (laughs) so, so Dana switching topics slightly, how did you get into the video area and, you know, just social media? I mean, yeah, clearly you're doing so much work with the family entanglement and the childhood re-imprinting. It seems to be a different avenue from digital marketing. Yeah. Well, so to continue the, the, the part of my life story there, after I grew these, after I developed family entanglement work and childhood re-imprinting work, I became a public speaker. And I started speaking on all these different stages and sharing about these concepts and sharing about this work. And I would also share what my lifestyle is like. And people would end up hearing that I have this and I, and by the way, this was, this was one of my goals to speak about, you know, what were my original goals? My original goals were, I wanted to create as much positive change on this planet as possible with my life and with my time on earth. I wanted to find a way to help people Mm -hmm. that deeply transformed them. And that was really effective. I wanted to start my own business and be able to live my passion and my mission And then I wanted freedom. I wanted to be my own boss. I wanted time freedom so I could choose what time of day I work because I can choose the time that's most effective for me. And I wanted location freedom so I could travel because travel is a huge part of my life. And so when I was on stage, people would hear that I had this business, what I call a freedom business, that allows me to travel the world while I still help people and live my passion and mission. 
And I actually had people stop me in the middle of my talk and say, um, can you help me build a business like that? <laughs> and so I started helping people build and design their own freedom businesses and help them launch them and get them started and get them growing bigger. And after I was doing that, I was going to start a podcast, Amy. <laughs> I was getting all geared up to start a podcast, which I still may do, called Be Unstoppable. And it was about, you know, interviewing people around being unstoppable and not letting anything get in your way, which is which is my motto, which is my message. And as I was about to do that, I discovered Periscope. I discovered live streaming. And I popped on there just to check it out. And I thought, ah, oh, this is probably just for kids, right? Just like <laughs> Snapchat is for kids. Um, and I really never looked into Snapchat much or into live video much. But once I got onto Periscope and started poking around, I fell in love with live streaming. And I hopped on there and I started helping people in the same way that I help people in real life, in regular old life. I was doing it on live video. I had shows on there where I was helping people start and grow businesses. I had shows on there talking about this psychology, this inner game piece. And I had shows on there where I was helping people network and get more followers on live streaming. So it was a place to mix and mingle and to get more followers. And it, my live streaming just blew up. I grew, in fact, somebody in London who is a digital media strategist for large brands mm -hmm. came up to me and said, Dana, you came onto Periscope in month six. I've already been on here for, for six months, like scoping every day. You came on in month six. You've only been on here for 30 days and already you've beat me in the amount of followers and the amount of hearts. Wow. How are you doing this? <laughs> and at the time, I had no idea how fast my growth was compared to other people. I had only been on there for a month and it blew me away. I was so excited. I had no idea. But there's strategy to it. There's a lot of, you know, business strategy behind how to grow on live video like that. And there's also the inner game piece of the stuff that I had worked on in myself so I could show up and be the person that I was, which helped me grow on live video. And one way to stay in touch with folks on live video, on my whole community there, um, when I'm not live streaming, was to use Snapchat as a way to have daily contact with everyone and they could message me back on Snapchat. And so the next thing I knew, uh, because of getting started on live streaming, you know, I got to uh, write an article that was published in Huffington Post about using live streaming to grow your business. And then I was featured on Huffington Post Live at Adweek New York at the LinkedIn Hub on television, right? Talking about live streaming and live streaming to spread your message and live streaming to grow your business. And then I got written up in Inc. Magazine as one of the top 25 Snapchatters doing it right. So all of these things just started snowballing and you know, it was beautiful. It was amazing. And it was, it was, I think it's all part of the same trajectory. I mean, if I look at what I did to get there, I had to number one, address my inner game and clear out a lot of my family entanglements and childhood imprints. And then I needed to figure out how to streamline growth in business, how to simplify it, how to make it simpler. Because as a person who didn't have a lot of energy, I had chronic fatigue, I had right. the weird illness. I had to figure out how to make it simple or else I wasn't going to be able to make it work. And I did. And it seems like you, you did it successfully, but you've also kind of naturally fallen into this and kind of grown it. And it seems, and correct me if I'm wrong, that you're, even though you've overcome the family entanglements and the imprinting that you talked about earlier, 
is that an ongoing thing with each new venture that you go through? There may be some new variation of it, possibly. Oh, that's a really great question, actually. Yes. As what I have seen for humans is as we start to step forth in new ventures, sometimes then and only then do we bump up against a different childhood imprint or a different family entanglement that's getting in our way. And the great thing about it is it kind of makes itself known because you bump into it and you notice it and then it gives you an opportunity. You consciously know about it now and then you can work on it and it goes away. So yes, new things can pop up and never ever let it discourage you that new obstacles might pop up at different points in your journey of reaching your goals and your dreams. That's natural. It's normal. There's nothing wrong with you. That's actually how it's supposed to be. So if that happens, don't freak out. (laughs) Just know that it's part of the flow of growth and you have tools that are available to you to help you break free from some of those obstacles, whether the tools are inner game tools and addressing imprints and entanglements, whether they're what I call outer game tools of step by step, how do you grow a business? How how do you get started toward reaching that goal? Or maybe it's toward a, a certain career. There's actual strategy that can help you achieve those goals faster. And the secret sauce there is to get a mentor to get a coach. Do not try to reinvent the wheel. Do not try to do this by yourself. The DIY strategy of trying to piecemeal like websites and books and all these different things together is really slow. I tried to do that and I ended up wasting a lot of time not having my dreams. So find somebody who's already figured out that piece, whatever that next piece is for you and work with them, work with them somehow so that you can start growing a lot faster and skipping all the headaches and all the mistakes that they had to go through, all the problems, they're going to steer you around it and show you the easy way. So find that mentor so that you can not have to learn the hard way. So that's a great idea because, you know, you mentioned not reinventing the wheel. So trying to find someone who's done it before. Do you have any suggestions on how to find someone who has done it before? So you can just start doing research online for sure. Mm -hmm. And just start looking for uh, a coach in that arena. So um, if you're thinking of starting a podcast, you could find a podcast coach, right? If you're looking to start a business, you can look for a business coach. If it's a career coach, you can look there. And the other place is to ask your friends to listen who's speaking on podcasts. There's a lot of people that are helpers out there that you might discover because of podcasts or anywhere that you kind of listen and listen to content. So keep your ears perked, ask around, do a little online research and you should be able to find some folks. And then it's just a matter of finding somebody that you resonate with. Now, just to be clear though, finding a mentor or a coach doesn't automatically put you on the doesn't automatically guarantee success, right? There's going to be some, there has to be something else to it. Otherwise everybody would probably be doing it. Well, here's what I've actually seen as somebody who's Mm -hmm. been both an inner game coach, if you will, a therapist really, and an, and an outer game coach, a business coach. Um, here's what I've seen about successful people over the years. Cause I've been doing this for since 2003. So that's quite a lot of time to watch a lot of humans <laughs> um, move towards their goals and their dreams. Oh, absolutely. Here's what, I've seen. Here's what I've seen. Success isn't about your IQ. It's not about how smart you are. It's about staying in action and it's about your ability to learn. 
So, so long as you stay unstoppable, you can achieve just about anything. It's about dedicating your time and your energy towards your dream and not letting anything stop you. And when you notice an obstacle, you address it, whether it be an inner game obstacle or an outer game obstacle. If it's inner game, do the inner growth work. If it's outer game, find that coach to guide you so that you can quantum leap and skip over many of the mistakes and time wasters. And it's really about staying in action and following the guidance of your coach. So long as you're putting those steps into action, what I've seen is is people make progress. Now, granted, there's another piece of the puzzle, which is your ability to learn. And that means you put something into action, you look at the results you get, and you go, okay, hmm, do I need to tweak something? What shall I tweak? And you learn from your growth, you learn from the results, you learn from the mistakes, and you continue to improve step by step. So it's really about determination, and it's not about a high IQ or even higher education that'll get you there. It's about just every time you fall down, keep getting up, keep moving forward, stay in action, and be unstoppable. I love that, and I love how you work that in there as well. <laughs> I mean, because it's, it's very true, but oftentimes people think that, you know, if I have all the degrees, if I have all the uh, accolades so to speak, yeah. then that's all it takes. And I think we, you know, because that's what we see on TV. I mean, I can't tell you how many people think that just because I went to law school, I'm making money like the people that are on TV. And it's, right. it's a very misleading thing. Absolutely. The thing that stops people the most that I work, that I see just through working with folks over time is the inner game is to tell you the truth, because I can teach a person the steps to grow a business. It's, it's, it's not difficult starting and growing a business, running a business is not difficult in and of itself. So long as you have good guidance, then you've got the steps. The thing that stops people is their inner game. It's the self-doubt. It's the fears. It's the procrastination stuff. And if you don't address, and and, oh, by the way, and the self-sabotage stuff. And if you don't address those, they're going to rule the roost. They're going to take over and they're going to run you. But they're not truly a part of you. They're just behaviors. They're not the truth of you. So, so long as you take the time to address them when they come up and and start working on diminishing them, changing them, getting rid of them, healing them, healing the root cause of them, then you can move forward so much easier. And the people that do that are the ones that succeed. Now, it's interesting you say that because I just had a conversation uh, yesterday with a friend of mine who also a dream chaser trying to move forward and, you know, has a day job and is juggling what she's Mm. doing with life essentially. And, you know, she was talking about regret itis and how she (laughs) keeps feeling like she should be further along than where she is and how, how it kind of holds her back sometimes and just trying to feel, not feel like she's not living up to her potential. And I think uh, it kind of goes to that inner feeling that you're talking about. Yes. And that is, we didn't talk about childhood imprints and what, what those are. Childhood imprints, that, that's kind of a childhood imprint kind of thing to do. Childhood imprints are the negative patterns and beliefs that you pick up as a child. And so common ones, really common ones are things like, I'm not good enough. I'm not smart enough. Maybe I don't have what it takes. Um, I'm not important. I don't matter. I'm unlovable. I'm not worthy. 
I'm not deserving. These are really common childhood imprints. And we pick them up often on accident. It's not from bad parenting. We can actually pick them up accidentally from some situation in our childhood that we misinterpreted or we didn't fully understand because we just didn't have enough life experience yet. And those are just some common imprints about ourselves. There's other imprints about other people, like people can't be trusted, people will use you, people aren't safe. Sure, yeah. There's stuff about life, like money's hard to make, money's hard to keep, life's a struggle. And these imprints, they'll stay with us into adulthood. The one that your friend was experiencing has to do with um, comparing ourselves to others. And it's still an inner game thing. This is really common for folks when they have a, a goal that they're working towards, when we look at others and go, oh man, it just seems like someone else is already doing this. What's the point of me doing it? By the way, totally untrue. <laughs> there are people out there that can only learn it from you. You're going to be their teacher. You're going to be their, their voice or their helper. And they just can't learn it from someone else because everyone has a different and unique personality that they bring to the mix that nobody else can match. I've also heard people doing what your friend did, which is, um, I should be further along than mm -hmm. this. And I will tell you, I pretty, pretty much everybody feels that. That's just how life works. Everybody feels like they should be further along by now and everyone feels disappointed in this or disappointed in that. The inner game like, piece that's going to help you through that is don't listen to those thoughts. Those are just negative thoughts that don't really help you. And part of the emotional intelligence that we want to develop is to recognize when we're having negative thoughts and to not buy into them. Because just because you have a negative thought doesn't mean it's true. So being able to sidestep and go, all right, thanks very much. That's just a negative thought. On to the next thought can be really powerful. And also just knowing that we all share this. We all have those thoughts. Those thoughts are normal. They're natural. They're to be expected. And they're not to be believed. <laughs> you know, and the way you say that, it, it reminds me of how people, when they do comparisons and hear the words overnight success, and how TV leads you to believe that it's literally an overnight success. And I'll always remember, I think it was Taraji P. Henson who said, you know, I'm a 20-year overnight success. Exactly. Yeah. None of it is. Yeah. There is no overnight success stuff. But all of that, all of those negative thoughts that we have are, I mean, a lot of it, that the ones that you were saying in particular, I mean, I've had them myself at times. My friend has had them. And then, you know, you see them on TV. Is it a matter more of doing what you suggested, which is, you know, don't give them that power because it sounds like you can't avoid it. It's just, yeah, how do you handle it? Exactly. Um, now, OK, when I help people with their inner game, one of the things that I do help them with is learning how to thought switch. So catching when you have the negative thoughts and then stopping the thought and turning it into either a neutral thought or a positive thought. So if it's hard to go all the way positive, then just go to something neutral. Uh, if you can go all the way to positive, great. Do a positive thought. You want to practice not letting the negative thoughts rule you or not letting the fearful thoughts rule you. We all have them. It's, it, <laughs> I don't think you could get through life without running into these. And like I said earlier, totally normal. We pretty much all go through them. But it's about how you address them, how you relate to them, how you handle them. That is the difference between people that have a faster track to success and the ones that have more struggle. The inner game is what's really going to pull you down if you don't pay attention and if you don't do something to help work on it. I mean, I've gotten so much out of this. It's been fantastic, Dana. I love <laughs> everything you're saying. I had no idea, even myself. I mean, 
I probably do this all the time and don't even realize it in regards to negative thoughts. Yeah. I mean, it's one thing that I, that I have trained myself to do over the years, which is when I catch myself having those negative thoughts, I real, I, I, I stop myself. I switch the thought. And one of the things I've come to learn is notice what triggers more negative thinking. For me, if I don't sleep well, or if I get over hungry, <laughs> if I haven't, you know, eaten enough that day, it's much easier to sway into negative thoughts. And with this not sleeping well, that might happen for a day. It might happen for a week where I don't sleep well. And what I've trained myself to do is to not believe my thoughts whenever I'm in a state where I know I'm triggered into negative thoughts. So if it's a week of not sleeping well, then I just know my thoughts are going to be more negative. I don't believe them when I hear them. And I definitely don't make decisions on those days. I don't make decisions from those thoughts. I stop myself. I reel myself in if I'm trying to make decisions about the future while I'm tired or hungry or whatever else triggers negativity. That's great advice, actually. And that's Yeah, that's just it's just starting to learn uh, what triggers the dark side of, of <laughs> thoughts and then just not not buying into them, not letting them have power, not believing in them. Just kind of going, yep, I know. We all have those thoughts. Okay, <laughs> moving on. And if I have to wait a week before I can get centered again and, and then think about what future steps I want to take and what I want to do next, then I wait a week. Now, I hate to do this. I feel like I'm, I'm getting all the good stuff from you here. But, you know, <laughs> when, when, we, when I have a guest this year in particular, one of the things we're doing when we wrap up the episode is to ask, what, what is one thing you would Tell someone who's chasing their dreams an action item that they could do. So an action item. Remember to address your inner game. That is what I've seen over the years. That's what I've seen in myself. It's the real bottleneck. It's the real linchpin that throws the monkey wrench into everything. And get support on that. You know, you don't have to do that piece alone. Learn different skills that will help you address your thoughts and the way you think, which then therefore affects the way you feel. And keep in mind that you want to work on the root cause of what's stopping you. It's really easy to accidentally work on the symptom. So the symptom might be not enough income. And maybe the solution you try to apply to that is, oh, I'm going to learn how to do sales better. But the real root cause of the pattern might actually be a childhood imprint or a family entanglement, something deeper than just, oh, I need to learn sales. So when you go and address it right from the root, you save so much time and so much headache and heartache because you're going right to the source and addressing it there. And, you know, no amount of education, no amount of learning how to do sales or how to do business or anything is going to supersede the root causes of your inner blocks. So just make sure that you're not leaving that part out because so much of what we see on television and in the media doesn't talk about our inner game. And that really is probably 80, 90 percent of what's going to bring you to success. Yeah, I'm definitely leaving this episode trying to think about that. Uh, I'll just go ahead and say that right now. I, I feel Actually, like there's a lot. Yeah. <laughs> Um, I actually have some gifts that I can give away that will help people on, actually on all the three topics we talked about today. That'd be fantastic. Thank you so much. Please. Yes. Um, so I'll give away three online classes, one of them on the inner game, as I said earlier, which will help you 
figure out and identify childhood imprints and family entanglements. And then we'll actually do a session that is a success breakthrough session together. I'll do another class on business. So things about how do you get started in a business? What are some of the things that you need to think about? How to grow a business? And then I'll do another class on social media. So how do you use something like live video or social video like Snapchat to get your message out there, to start making the connections you need so that you can grow your dreams further? So you can grab all of those on a secret page on my website. You'll need the direct URL. It's www.danagarrison, D-A-N-A, G-A-R-R-I-S-O-N dot com forward slash gift. So if you hop over there, you can sign up and grab the first course. And then from there, I'll send you the other courses as well. Dana, thank you so much, not only for the time, but for your kindness and, and generosity at giving those gifts. Guys, definitely head over there. Uh, the links will be on the show notes page. So don't worry about it if you missed it because they are available for you. Awesome sauce. You are a rock star. Thank you so much for coming on the show. Oh my gosh. It's my pleasure, Amy. Thank you for having me on the show. It's been so much fun. It's awesome. You're awesome. Hey guys, how much of a rock star is Dana? That episode was chock full of information that I too was kind of processing as we were talking. And I'm like, huh, I didn't realize that about myself, you know, things that I had thought I couldn't change. I'm now thinking in a different way, which is awesome because it's also changing your perspective about it, which, you know, is kind of a theme for me this year. So you guys should take, take a moment, kind of go check out the free gift that she gave. It's at danagarrison.com slash gift. You can find that link as well as other links to Dana's channels that she has and other links that were mentioned on the show over on the show notes page at chasingdreamshq.com slash episode 79. That's episode 79. Until next time, guys, keep chasing. Thank you so much for listening to Chasing Dreams. Amy would love to connect with you and hear all about your pursuit of chasing your dreams. Connect with her on Facebook, Twitter, or Instagram via at chasingdreamshq. Or you can find Amy on Twitter at AmyJ21. That's A-I-M-E-E-J-2-1. Be sure to visit headquarters over at ChasingDreamsHQ.com for more inspiration, motivation, and resources to help with your own dream chase. We hope you'll join Amy next week. And until then, keep chasing.